There was a long break while forks scraped plates and Charlie chewed. I wondered where Alice was hiding all the food. Alice, I have to ask you something. Charlie said awkwardly. Alice was calm. Go ahead. He's not coming back to visit too, is he? I could hear the suppressed anger in Charlie's voice. Alice answered in a soft, reassuring tone. He doesn't even know I'm here. The last I spoke with him, he was in South America. I stiffened as I heard this new information and listened harder. <sighs> That's something at least. Charlie snorted. Well, I hope he's enjoying himself. For the first time, Alice's voice had a bit of steel in it. I wouldn't make assumptions, Charlie. I knew her eyes would flash when she used that tone. Um, it's nice for you to join me today. Thank you. It's always nice coming into your studio. Yeah, well, I just painted the walls red. A sickly red, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, um, it's both fire truck red and also fresh blood red. Yes, it's like, it's somehow bright and deep. Yeah. At once. It's, um, nauseating. It's either that or the Oreos I ate that expired last August. Yeah. What flavor were those? They were birthday cake. Um, is it your birthday? No. Is it? No. Are you 96? Okay. <laughs> Hello. I ripped off my young age skin suit. This is the truth. And now he's an old cricket. Hello. His wings crumble. <laughs> I'm going to put back on my young, fresh, nubile body. That would be nice. Wow, now you're New Year's baby. Edward. <laughs> Did you say F word? F, F word, you. <laughs> you said F word me. Yeah, let me drink this potion real fast. Okay. Oh, he turned into the ladybug from A Bug's Life. Oh, you have a ladybug. Don't call me a lady. Hey, don't call me a lady. And this is Edward as a vampire. I'm a ladybug. I'm team. Doesn't even matter to you. Uh, and I'm Maggie. Today, I'm team uh, Jacob and Alice. I think there's something there. I think they um have that thing that this book would love, which is they don't like each other, which according to Stephanie Meyer means they're destined to team. What other characters have that? Uh, Edward and Bella. Chapter two of book one. Oh, yeah. Stay away from true. me. You shouldn't be my friend. You can't be my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying it, but not meaning it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These two mean it, but say it also. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that these chapters were, well, nothing happened until everything happened at once. These um were my favorite chapters that we've read since the first three. Chapters. Really? I thought you were going to hate these you, chapters. You did say I was going to hate them, but I, I think that these this book could be the first four chapters, maybe one in the middle when Bella's sad, and then right into these three, yeah. and we would miss almost nothing. Yeah, we could maybe have one or two, one sad, one, one Jacob, Jacob friend, and then these. The thing I liked about these chapters is that I, f- for the first time since really starting Twilight again, Felt the nostalgia 
for having read these books previously for the first time. Is it, are these the part, is this what you remember from the books? I these think, chapters? I think my memories of it must be tied to the love triangle. What, do, what are you wearing in this memory? Um, I'm in my aunt's bed wearing pajamas. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, let me be precise. I'm in my bed in my aunt's house. Okay, so your bed from home that you brought to your aunt's no, house. No, no, no. Because you can't sleep in I'm someone in, else's house. I'm yes. in <laughs> a guest room bed that I've claimed okay. in my aunt's house in Cincinnati, in Ohio, in the United States on Earth. Okay, good, good. I was about to ask if that was Cincinnati um, Mars. Yes, it, it's not Cincinnati Mars. It is Cincinnati, Ohio, U.S. Earth. Okay. Um, and I'm reading it at night. I'm staying up too late to like read all. I imagine you're under the blanket with a flashlight. It's that energy for sure. Yeah, and you're reading this horny love triangle. Yeah, I think I, the memory, the sense memories are are uh, trapped in the in the desperate Jacob's desperate pleading is what really brought it out. This um not uh, hot. No. But like suddenly I was like, "Oh yeah, this is how you get like obsessed with these." Yearning. Yeah. Yearning. Yeah. Um because it it got me. This chapter there's so much Get me a slide whistle. I've how many times do I have to Beg our listeners to send me a slide whistle. Um, email us, edwardsofvampirepod at gmail.com. And we'll give you our address. We'll give you our address. <laughs> if you prove that you have a slide whistle please, in your Amazon for the checkout. third episode in a row, I will say, please don't dox us. Don't dox us. Just email us and we'll give you that information. <laughs> <laughs> we will dox ourselves to you. Um, this chapter, is, there's, there's the most... Um, Oh my goodness, I want to kiss you. Please, 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 miss. Please kiss me. Energy. There's a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of energy. But it's also sad. Bella's acting as if she's going to, as if she's like 50. Yeah. And she's like, my whole life, I I wanted to be with someone. And this is my last chance before I'm just Which I just don't get because like I was a lonely teenager and I was never like that. I need to settle. Yeah, I was never like, if I don't. If I don't make out with this person, I'll be alone forever, <laughs> and I won't be able to live with that. Oh, I didn't have that about a specific person, but who? Right? Hey, listeners at home, raise your hand if at one point as a teen you're like, oh, I guess I'll just never love anyone. I mean, I was, I had pretty just much me. resigned myself. I was happy to be single my whole life. I imagine myself <laughs> like the friends in the friends apartment. And I would like have all my friends. Okay, that's nice. It is nice. I'm I'm very I'm a I'm a very friends oriented lifestyle person. You know, that, like some people are like that sounds like a brochure for some sort of like cruise for yeah. the friends oriented adult lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, that's, the shuffleboard. That is what I'm suggesting would be my dream. <laughs> Your dream I want to like old... vacation with my friends. I yeah. want to live with my friends. I want to die with my friends. Holding hands. Yeah, all holding hands. Ideally, in one big I think puddle. Maggie wants to die going into an old catacomb after solving a puzzle. She meets a knight of the Templar, a ghost, who he says. You were right about everything. <laughs> and then I dissolve painlessly. <laughs> 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 I just, yeah, I really want to be confirmed 
in that way, not in a Methodist way. In that I was going to say this is it sounds like a religious experience. You're you want? Well, it was there was a night in a catacomb, so there's there's it's spiritual. I was going to say I don't think knights are religious, but then I think explicitly they. they uh, yeah, are. I think they are specific. They're defenders of God. G- God. God. When are we going to give? I, I think I brought this up every episode, but yeah. when are we going to give back to Char Carlisle's? You know how much time we spend on the vampires talking about heaven and God? Like a whole chapter. We spend no time with the wolves discussing what they believe. Oh, yeah. Stephanie gave us. I didn't even think about that. A good amount of time right with these <laughs> with these very white vampires talking about how important it is about their souls Chapters. and God. Chapters. In this book, and we talked about that in the first Edward, book. Yeah, Edward's like c- conflicting thing about what happens to their souls and all this. Instead, we spend 20 pages in these chapters discussing, I'll, not discussing, rehashing the details of the famous play. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Bella can taste that Juliet balcony. These boys are constantly hopping into her room. Oh, yeah. It, I have the hiccups. I hope that doesn't come through. I hope it does. I'm going to amplify it. Have you ever had a dream where, and then you realize um, that it's a Shakespeare play? Because if you do, you might be Bella Swan. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's me. Uh, uh, Ray Romano. <laughs> Chris, you hate Ray Romano. <laughs> For no reason. You know, that's what hate Chris is. Chris once said that he will... No, please don't share this info. <laughs> he will dance on Ray Romano's grave. No, I said I'd dance in the streets when Ray Romano dies. <laughs> don't get my twisted words He's twisted. He's hoping it happens to fi- fall on the same day as Carnival. <laughs> I, I hope, yeah, I hope it happens on the day that we all bust out of our apartments and dance on the streets so and no one knows that's why I'm dancing. Oh, yeah. You know people who do marathons and are like, like, I'm running for my sister or whatever on their shirts? Mine's going to say, I'm I'm dancing dancing for for Ray Romano. Romano. Make that a t-shirt, listeners. Give it to me. Um, I thought of a t-shirt that I wanted, but I don't remember what it was. Okay, we're going to all clap at home. Clap for Maggie for sharing. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a clap if you believe and it was going to help me remember. So that was fucking rude. No, it was the opposite. Bye. Oh, of family friendly. You've heard of couples. You've heard of a bunch of swingers. You've heard of people kissing and they haven't met each other until that night. But have you heard of friends? No, not the hit TV show. The thing that you have before best friends, but after acquaintances, friends. Meet them here on our cruise. Friends, that stands for frolicking, rollicking, yollicking, nollicking, dollicking, solicking. Eolicking is in there too. Look, come to our cruise and you'll meet some friends. Okay, you can share a donut. You can ask someone else what the crossword is. You can knock on the bathroom door and say, Are you almost done in there? You can, um, you know, make an extra pancake for Mickey Mouse. A lot of fun things that friends can do. Not a lot of cruise activities, mostly stuff that you do with friends that you've already settled in with for the long time. Because you know that your life is never going to have romance in it. You know you're never going to have a lifelong partner other than these friends. Friends. We only go around St. Augustine, Florida in kind of like a three-mile loop because we don't have enough gas. Chapter 
16. 16. Welcome to Sparkle Notes, chapter 6, clean. Is there a thing for 16? Sweet, Sweet 16. 16. All right, I got there. Yep. Uh, Bella is pulled out of the water by Jacob. He's all like, um, why would you do cliff diving when there's a, quote, hurricane approaching? <laughs> She's like, I'm asleep. Is that hair in the water? It's Victoria's hair. Good night. <laughs> well, she, she sleeps. She sleeps for a long time. Um, they finally go home. Jacob and Bella talk about how, I don't know, they're friends. Harry Clearwater is dead. Oh, yes. Uh, Charlie's best friend, Harry Clearwater, died. Everyone's really upset about it. Bella considers kissing Jacob for a long time. For the reason of why not settle. <laughs> and then when they arrive at Bella's house, Jacob is like, there's a vampire there. I smell it. Let's go. And then Bella is like, hell no, that's Carlisle's call. I'm going inside. And then Jacob goes, fine, you do you. And he just opens up the door and runs into the woods. <laughs> and then um, it's Alice that's inside. We're yeah. all really excited. Alice is there. Chapter 17. Chapter 17. Alice is there. Alice is there. They're having a sleepover. And she's all like, I came over because I saw you jump into the water like an idiot. So I got on a plane. She's like, actually, I was pulled out by Jacob. He's a werewolf. Alice is like, well, that's fucked up. You weren't supposed to be hanging out with monsters anymore. She's like, we left so you would be safe. And Bella's all like, well, what I'm is so safe? sad. <laughs> LOL. Um, Jacob calls to make sure she's alive. She is alive. Charlie's sad. They have a sleepover. Charlie explains about how sad Bella is. Knock, knock. Someone's at the door. It's Jacob. Jacob comes in. He's like, I have a message. I have some questions. <laughs> Who's here? When are they leaving? Blah, 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 blah. He's all upset Should because- Should we kiss? Bella is like, I don't know if I want to kiss. The consent, real dubious here. But he's going to kiss her and then, bring, 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 bring. Hello? Swan residence. It's Jacob speaking. No. He's at the funeral. I'm letting Maggie go because she really killed this chapter so far. Then it turns out that was Edward. Jacob told him that Charlie's at the funeral. So now he thinks Bella is dead. Rosalie calls Alice. Alice sees him going to kill himself. Uh-oh, we got to fly to Italy right now. Jacob is like, don't go. Bella's like, I gotta go. Jacob's like, we'll look after Charlie then, I guess. Don't go. Bella's like, I gotta go. Alice is like, grab your passport. And they're on a plane. Girls trip to Italy to stop my boyfriend ending his life. Finally, Chris gets his moment where Alice is going to be in a scarf driving through Italy. But not until next episode, you nerds. I'm so close. Oh, (laughs) we'll be back so Chris can go clean up. (laughs) I think a real standout moment in these chapters was the saddest slumber party of all time. It was pretty rough to behold. Yeah, it was like Bella was lying awake the next day, listening to Charlie and Alice talk about her own struggles with depression. How sad Bella was. And we got a lot of details that Charlie and Bella withheld from us until this point. Yeah. Like her being almost institutionalized and screaming. Because she wasn't eating food for a week. Yeah. She went on a hunger strike. That must have been in the months where Bella thought, I'll just say December. Instead of writing it down. Instead of saying, I screamed and threw my clothes around, which 
Okay, yeah, that's better. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really sad overall, also because Alice shows up because she thinks Bella is trying to kill herself. Um, All right, it's not funny. It's just funny to show up for that reason. Yeah, so like the, it begins almost like an intervention, and then she wakes up overhearing, oh, yeah, it definitely is because she's like getting the goss from my dad about how sad I was. So really, she's like, is this... <laughs> What's going on? Um, so I want to play a segment called activities for your slumber party, but only if that slumber party is the saddest slumber party of all time. Right. Yeah. Saddest slumber party. Activities. Cosmo. Yeah. Um, so I want to do like a quiz where you find out what kind of rain cloud you are. Oh, I'm n- cumulus nimbus. I'm strata something. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you go around the party and then you make like pizza bagels, but they're all broccoli cheddar flavor. Oh, you're going to say they were just abs and instead of smiley faces, they were all browns. What pizza bagel has smiley face? You cut it in half and then it's a little smiley face. Half of a bagel is a little mouth, but you make them all. What are Picture of bagel. Okay, picture it's a circle. Everyone, okay. cl- everyone, everyone, close your eyes. I'm doing your this eyes. activity too. Everyone, close your eyes and picture a bagel. Great. It's round. It has yeah. a hole in the middle. I ooh, I see her. It's a yeah. It's an inner, now inner cut tube. that bagel in half horizontally or vertically. It doesn't matter. It's a sphere. Yeah. I mean, it's a circle. So, so for perspective, let's do it horizontally. Okay. We're cutting ourselves into hemispheres here. You have. That's what I. You have north and south. Cut me off. You deserve it. South is a smiley face. North is a frown. So you make them all frowns. I see what you mean now, but what an abstraction to say (laughs) a crescent is a smiley face. And when when I eat a bagel, I cut it in half and go, oh, I'm glad I'm eating this smiley face. (laughs) I just want to figure. Okay. Saddest summer party activity, what we just did. (laughs) That is going on the list. Imagine a bagel. (laughs) Saddest slumber party activity recording a podcast. Oh, no. Um, Sorting socks because your mom made you. (laughs) Okay, saddest slumber party activity being out of cookie dough. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but that's fun because then you get to walk to Kroger. No, you're not allowed. Well, that's what's fun. Oh, but you're a stick in the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you follow the rules. Set a slumber party activity. Being, being a, a stick, stick in the, the mud. mud. Which, guess who was one this girl. Really? Oh, I thought for one sure. One of my friend's birthday parties, they wanted to TP someone's house, and I was so against it. I thought it was so mean. I was like, my house has been TP'd, and it's hard to get all that toilet paper down. We shouldn't do it. It's sad. It's mean. So much that the parents had to pull me aside and be like, we warned the parents that we were coming. <laughs> they know we're coming. We're allowed to TP oh, this house. And I had to be Maggie. like, okay. Okay, I guess. <laughs> okay. So sad a slumber party. I guess carrying that. I guess having that energy. <laughs> having the weight of the world on your shoulders. <laughs> sad a slumber party. Um, sad a slumber party, what happened to the book is one of the people cannot sleep. So she just has to lay on your couch. <laughs> With like a sheet on top of it all night, she staring at you. She wants to eat you. Also, she's very hungry. Saddest slumber party. Uh, you're with all your cousins, but you know Santa's not coming. What? Poor. There are no parents because they're all dead or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sad. 
<laughs> okay. Um, sad slumber party. You're in Cincinnati, but on Mars. Okay. And you your know. parents la- missed the last spaceship to Mars, so they won't be here for another nine months. And they they had your EpiPen, and you've been stung by a bee. <laughs> A There's Martian a bee. bee. A Mars bee. Do you think if you're allergic to Earth bees, you're also allergic to Mars bees? Everyone's allergic to Mars bees. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Slatus Slatus Summer Party doing that when you were like, guys, listen to me do the Hamsterdam song. Jim Jabs. Jim Jabs. Status. Status Slumber Party. Uh, <laughs> Making gif shafts, <laughs> but it's just pictures of yourself during like your first communion. <laughs> and you just put versions of yourself on it, and you make your friends watch. Saddest, <laughs> saddest slumber party. Uh, just taking apart a Connects roller coaster uh, and not putting together another. Um, one. saddest slumber party. Um, just reading side effects for like uh, sleep pills. But not taking it. Because, like, it's your mom's and there's nothing to and do. your friend found them and found they're them. like, what is your mom? And then you're on? like, I'm not sure. Then you read them and you have to look up why she has them. Saddest yeah. slumber party uh, activities, watching a sped up time lapse of flowers dying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I hope you either implement some of these for your own macabre. A slumber party, or you do the opposite of them for your fun party. Watch so, flowers, watch flowers bloom. Do a quiz about which not rain cloud you are, like which cloud shape. I'm dog. I'm snake. Famous cloud shapes. Um, eat only the smiles of only bagels, the smiles. and don't explain that. Don't don't do it. Um, be really excited about TPing your friends out. Put together a Connects roller coaster, which brings me to my next point. Please email us Edward is a vampire pod at gmail.com. We'll send you our address and you can send us a Connects roller coaster kit. Oh my god, we would love that. We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> Disco party. Disco party. What about that go party? Disco party. I hardly <laughs> know who party. party. We've been watching Real Housewives, so I did have the impulse to call Chris a, a hoe bag. <laughs> Let me tell you, you're in high school and I'm in Forks, trying to make it in this economy. You are in high school. While you are in high school, I am in Forks. Okay, where is our Real Housewives in New York? X. Twilight memes. I will be making those. Oh for my us. god! Very okay, good. That's good. Money can't buy you blood. Blood. <laughs> Pretty dumb. Um. Wow. These chapters of Twilight, as I said at the top, were the most exciting ones of this book that we've had. Shocking Maggie to the core. Um, earlier today, she goes, Chris, you're going to hate these chapters. I did say that, yeah. Why did you think I was going to hate these chapters? Because I feel like they did everything you hate about these books. Meaning? Meaning um, Bella is conflicted. Pages is. upon pages of talking about Romeo, Juliet, and Paris. Sure. Uh, pages upon pages. The first chapter of this was called Paris. And I thought, oh, we're going to La Gay Paris. Uh, but instead, but instead we're, we're going to Paris La Gay from... Paris from Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> um, welcome to our podcast. Paris is a vampire. 
thought you were going to say querying Shakespeare. Mm, already, yeah, already there. Very gay. It's already so there. Um, and then it's action, which you hated in the last book. You hated no, when it, well, things got ready. I didn't like how she wrote literal action. Um, I'm fine with like plot. I'm making a huge mistake, but I want it to go. She's crunching mind. chips. Stop it. I'm editing all this out. No. No, I'm going to keep it, but I'm going to mute your end of this. Because <laughs> I have to listen to it. I don't like the way she writes literal like action chase sequences or whatever, because I can't follow it. Like, Kind of actually the start of this chapter was Bella like recovering from drowning. That was so insane. It was hard to follow. Um, but plot is fine. I liked um, when it became chaos. I, I Because she explains things a hundred times. When she thinks it's chaotic, it's, it's really just pretty chill. So Bella's like, what's going on? Jacob's talking. Alice is talking. But we're just reading like Jacob talks. Alice talks. To reinforce our our belief that Bella's kind of slow, she does a thing where she will describe an element of the story or like a detail um, in a way that's super obvious what it actually is. For example, in these chapters, she's like, oh, right before I... Closed my eyes drowning and I saw fire in the distance. And clearly we're like, oh, that's the evil vampire's red hair. From the first moment you read it, you're like, oh, I get it. But she mentioned it over and over, the fire, the fire. And at the end of these chapters, she goes, oh, it was the evil vampire's hair. And it's like, we know it. We know that, Bella. Um, She did that with a couple of details in this chapter. That annoyed me. But it makes it easy to read because she repeats the same obvious detail five times. That is what made it always easy to read. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about Bella's, uh, thought process. She is messed up. Bella's messed up in the head. It's weird that she didn't take her parents' divorce and be like, okay, people get divorced, whatever. Or, okay, people get divorced. Marriage is just not, uh, something I'm interested in. Instead, she was like, okay, people get divorced, so I need to be in a relationship where both of us would die if we don't want to be together. She has this, I mean, it's fair. She's um, 18 in America that she, and straight, presumably, well, famously by, according to us, and the text. Um, The text lives beyond the author, and it is telling us all the clues we need to know that Bella is not totally straight. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway. She's 18 in America, so she has this weird belief that, like, she is incomplete without a romantic partner. Not only that, she needs a romantic partner that's, as you said, going to be there. To, they're going to fight for each other to the death, which makes it so sad in these chapters that she's like, oh, I'm going to die alone if I don't force myself to romantically love Jacob. Even though over and over in my head I say, I don't want that. I just want to, like, be close to him and have him in my life. Something else that's crazy that we learn in these chapters that is that it's not just Bella who's going through this. As we could have all assumed throughout the book, Edward has also been going through depression. But what we didn't know is that he's totally isolated himself from the rest of his family, won't talk to them at all. And they all are under the impression that when Bella dies of old age, he's just going to kill himself. Yeah, Alice drops a bomb of like, so Edward... Bella's like, he left. He's the one who left. I was going to die at some point. Right. And then Alice is like, yeah, he knew you're going to die at some point. But we all kind of thought, oh, he was going to die pretty soon after you. Like, (laughs) So they're all like, well, okay, when this teenager dies, so does my son. And here's the thing. 
if that was Edward's thought process, why did he not just stay, be with Bella? And turn her when she's 30. That's 15 more years. If she still wants to be with a 17-year-old by the time she's 30, just make her a fucking vampire. Yeah. Or maybe have him be one of your mom. Well, I guess the thing is like he didn't want to be around her anymore because like she really wanted to be a vampire and he couldn't live with that. So he had to dangerous. Yeah. But uh, that's crazy. It's crazy. Um, So everyone in this book is so tragically trapped. When she died. Was he gonna come back and Benjamin comb her hair? Or he's a he has a Google alert (laughs) set up for Bella Swan (laughs) obituary. Google alert. That's funny. It's the only reasonable explanation. Mm -hmm. On his BlackBerry, I assume he has at this point in history. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Everyone in this book is very closely clung to this idea of monogamy. And like combative to the death. Imprinting, monogamy. which we aren't going to learn about in this book, but it is a thing. Yeah. Um, but, Everyone's paired off. And if you're Bella, not paired off, you're nothing. Bella is fully right here. I talked about it in the intro. We're in the heat of the love triangle now where Bella's like, maybe I could force myself to love Jacob. And Jacob starts like making real moves. Explicit moves. He holds her face so much. And like is going to lean in to kiss her. And meanwhile, we have her uh, internal monologue, which is going, no, no, I'm not ready. No. I don't want to make this choice right now. I don't want to kiss him. I. He can't read minds. But it's shady. But it's weird. Yeah, you shouldn't be kissing someone unless you're really sure they want to kiss you. And he had just moments, well, I guess a day before, been like, I know you don't feel the same way. So he does know. He wanted her to say, no, I could. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But he knows that she doesn't want him to kiss her. His behavior suggests he's going to kiss her unless she explicitly, like, pushes away and says no. Which Um, is not okay. Which is not okay. Consent isn't someone. Yes, consent. (laughs) Yeah, consent isn't. um, Well, they didn't. They didn't say ew, gross. No. Jacob already sucks. Jacob already shady. He did do kind of a cool move though. When he was about to kiss her, the phone rang to interrupt them, Uh and instead of letting it phase him, he coolly reaches his hand out, picks it up, and is like, "Hello." Swan residence. Swan residence. And he thought it was going to be really smooth, but then Edward is on the phone and then he freaked out and he said, she's not here and hung up. I also like when he is immediately like, we'll protect Charlie. Like, it's not even a question. He's like, I don't want you to go, but if you're going to go, I'm going to protect your dad. Yeah. I like that about him. He's a good friend. He's just oh, not he's just a good. so shitty at being like a, a person. Yeah. He's, he's like a, a bad person, but a good friend. Right, he knows how to be a good friend. He doesn't know how to navigate sort of like romance and relationships, yeah. which is okay. He's also a child. He needs he's to like learn, sixteen, but he needs to have like he has so many male influences and almost no women in his life. Just one woman. Yeah, and he needs to sort of uh, reach. Uh, imagine reach out. how harder it would be having your first relationship being um, at this age when also you're um, a supernatural creature. It would be so. Hard. And your girlfriend. Is in love with a different supernatural it creature. It would be so hard. <laughs> it would be impossible. I really like the way Charlie describes Bella and Jacob's relationship in these chapters to Alice. I thought that was so cute. I'm going to see if I can find it because I really I thought he described it in such a precious way. Oh, he says Jacob grew up taking care of his dad physically like Bella grew up taking care of her mom emotionally. So they really compliment each other. Yeah, he was and like, I they're mature that for was their really ages. Nice. Yeah. It was sweet. But 
I want to bring up that Bella fully is like, I could kiss Jacob. And she gets like a little horny about it. Sure. She does. In the way that teens are like, I could make out right now. And it would be nice. But she also knows like, I don't really want that long term. But it would be nice to kiss someone. Um, I want to talk about werewolves and vampires. Okay. Before we do, I, my last thing I want to say about this whole Bella being like, what if I could fall in love with him, even though she doesn't? Yeah. Is um, she compares him to Paris and Romeo and Juliet, which oh, is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It, the comparison, is, it goes nowhere. Um, but a couple times I wrote like, Bella's being really rude to him by being like, oh, Paris, you know. The one no one remembers, the boring one, all this stuff. But she's like comparing him to Jacob. You know who no one remembers? Mercutio. I don't really remember anyone from that. Exactly. I don't remember. Who's Juliet? You remember Juliet. Name a character trait of Juliet's. Um, young. That's not a character trait. It isn't not. Um, poison drinker. It's like Bell. It's like Stephanie Meyer was trying to like hang a lampshade and like be like, "See, Jacob, this book I finally wrote about him. See, 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 he's not nothing." Because Bella describes Paris as being um, quote a placeholder, a threat, a deadline to force her hand, which you could kind of think of Jacob as that in the first yeah. book. So it's almost as like, as like now she's saying, "See, get it? I am fleshing him out more." It's just something so weird that we're we talk about Wuthering Heights so much in the first book, and now we're talking about Romeo and Juliet so much because we're gonna like play this dead game that we're playing now, and it's just so annoying that in the twenty pages leading us to up to finding out that Edward's gonna go kill himself for real because Bella fake killed herself, that like we're just gonna play out the plot of Romeo and Juliet. Like, why did you write this book if you were just gonna play out the plot of Romeo and Juliet? We have Romeo and we Juliet, have it. famously good. Famously, famously okay. Yeah, uh, better than this, I'll say. Um, so yeah, the romance of the book continues um, and starts and stops, and I mostly want it to stop. Um, But My you know what time. I wanna keep going? Alice and Jacob fighting, arguing, being like, you calm down. No, you calm down, bloodsucker. You calm down, dog. Maggie loves fantasy TV shows, and this feels like that. I felt like I was being slighted. A little bit. Name one fantasy TV show I like. True Blood? Yeah, I mean, I like it. Buffy? I love Buffy. Yeah, here we go. Um, That one with the, f- there's like a fairy council. And like leather jackets. Lost girl. Lost girl. See? There's not a fairy council. Is there not? No, there's light fae and dark fae. Oh, I'm so but sorry. They're, they're not fairies. That's like the word for all supernatural creatures in that show. Oh. Like any. Is there, is you have a I assume super, it's spelled F A E Y E I R E S. Just okay. F A E. Um, And it's like if you have. Like she's a succubus, but that's her like. Species and her genus is Faye. Oh. Is she Faye? You know what I mean? I winked. She's bisexual. Happy Pride! Right. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, go watch Lost Girl. Love it. Had to watch the first episode in a class. Could not stop watching it. Kept that, watching. Because it is wild. But that's if you of- like Twilight, you will like Lost Girl. That's my <laughs> Twilight is the Canadian teen novel. You know, 
What? You know how like all Canadian TV shows have a vibe? Sure. Twilight fits right into that vibe. Oh, I see. It could fit into that that aesthetic. Genre. Except that it would have to be explicitly gayer. All Canadian TV shows are pretty gay. Canada, pretty gay. Yeah. Have you seen a Mountie? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said, have you seen a Matisse? And I was like, a Matisse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <coughs> Maggie was really into, is into, vampire v. werewolf lore. Yeah, so there's some things here. Speaking of lore, Alice talks a lot about vam- about werewolves, sorry, um, as if she like has a lot of experience with them, but also says she wasn't with the Cullens when they come here. So where are all the other werewolves in this universe? Do you think Carlisle like gave him training or taught him? I assume he probably taught them about werewolves because he's like, oh, by the way, when I came here, they're werewolves. Here's what you might want to know. Yeah, about Yeah, but them. it's like Alice like knows things about them, like his run in. She recognized the smell immediately and things oh, like see. that. Yeah. And like knew that Jacob was going to be like hard to calm down and a few things like that as if she's like had experience had with some, some werewolves in her day. Yeah. As if this was like the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. Which is so weird because we meet so many different vampires and talk about so many different vampires in the book. But it's suggested that these are the only werewolves. Yeah. We finally get confirmation in. Um, of what Maggie thought, which is that they werewolves come about when vampires are around, which we finally get confirmed here. So, is it just these people? Where do they where do they come from? Where do they go? Where do they come from? Cotton Eye Joe. And why do the why are the werewolves not being like, oh, the clones are gone? We're we're so many. Something must be afoot. Well, they do know something's afoot. Oh, I but said, they it, just think it's oh, yeah. just Victoria. Oh, yeah. It takes Be- Bella's. Uh, Confirmation that there are other vampires around. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Weird. It's just so weird. Yeah. They also think each other smells really bad, which is like funny, I guess. But it's really fun to watch Jacob and Alice bicker. Because there's a lot of talk of like now that the Cullens are back, technically Jacob's like not allowed on forks or whatever. Or he's like he's not allowed. He's not allowed to be in wolf mode or whatever. Yeah. So there's a lot of talk of like because Alice is here. What does that mean for the treaty? The treaty. The treaty, at first I thought it was some sort of magic thing, but now I think it's just actually just like a normal human, hey, don't do that. It's just a handshake deal. Yeah. So like really he can do anything because Jacob's also like, yeah, I'll break the treaty to protect Charlie. I love that um, Alice keeps using Jacob's first and last name. She's like, you calm down, Jacob Black. (laughs) That is funny. As if he's like mythical. Well, he's also a teen and she is... Uh, 90 years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, He's a child. But it's just, uh, it's fun to watch them fight. So I'm excited to watch them like become like bantery friends, which I don't think happens for a long time. Yeah, I think only, but in the later books. Doesn't Jasper become sort of friends with the wolves? I don't know. Or not at all friends. From what I remember from the movies is Mm -hmm. that they pretty quickly like fight alongside each other. In Eclipse. So like there's never... I don't know if there's much vampire v. werewolf beyond this book. There is, because then in the last book, all the werewolves are going to kill all the colons because they're going to they're going to officially break the treaty and turn Bella into a vampire. Which means oh, they're going to Jacob get mad about it? And Jacob gets all fucking pissy or whatever. Jacob needs to stop thinking he owns Bella. Jacob just needs to chill the out. fuck out. We need, we need to get them separated. 
New town, new rule. Yeah. Bella should have stayed with her mom, who she disses in these chapters again. He does this thing, Jacob, where he's like really pissed off and is mean. And then the second Bella shows that she's annoyed with him being mean, he's like, oh, my God, baby. Oh, my God, honey, Bells, baby. I'm so sorry. And it sucks. Yeah. Um, we're, I used to think um, Edward is great and creepy and controlling, which he is. But so is Jacob in a different way. But I think Jacob's just so much more annoying. Yeah. Um, and Edward's creepy. So, And, like... Jacob, Bella's not going to turn into a werewolf. No. So there's a weirdness that she Jacob, can't. like, flaunts that power over her. Whereas Edward doesn't want her to become a vampire and, like, will eat her if he flaunts yeah, that Yeah, he's power. not, like, so excited that like, he's a vampire. Where he's refrained, Jacob, like, does, he's still, like, rough and tumble. Yeah. Not a fan much of Jacob, Edward, or honestly, Bella's really fallen on my graces, but wow. So excited to see Alice Alice! Back. And it seems like Stephanie Meyer I really likes writing Alice, Alice too. Right? Alice is back, and I feel like I'm back. But doesn't it feel like Stephanie Meyer is it just does. like, thank God I'm writing Alice and again? There's something fluid there's about new, where, yeah. And she, like, isn't caught up in their, like, weird little head games. She's just, like, saying how it is mm-hmm. and getting stuff done, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, so in her conversation with Charlie, where they were like, so funny to talk about, she was like, How has Bella been? Well, you know, it's not my fault, I just had to go. It's so because from Charlie's point of view, she's a 17 year old or whatever, yeah, being like, Oh, I had to move my family, but it reads as like the sage adult who's like, Let me hear about it. I got a sense when she said, Tell me exactly how it was that she was glamoring him. Oh, really? A little. Maybe, I mean, Charlie. I don't loves think it's explicitly her. said, but I think there was a like a way in which like she just said that, and he poured everything out in a way that made me think, oh, if this was one of my fantasy shows, we would walk oh. into the kitchen and she would be like, he would be glamour. It's definitely possible. Yeah, he loves her. So I love that. It's like the daughter he, he ship. also wants. Yeah, I almost said fun. never. I almost said never had, but Bella exists. <laughs> I feel like I would have fun chats with some of my parent, my friends' parents, but never like that. They no. would never like divulge. They never be like, "Let secrets. me know, let me know about my child because you're on the inside." Uh so anyway, I think there was maybe a speck of glamour going on, oh. and I want to hear the fans' thoughts. I want to see Charlie turn into a hot vampire. I can't see. Um, let us know if you're a fan fiction reader and writer, let us know how many fan fictions there are about Bella's family, like Renee in the future Charlie, of like the stress that she has about making them vampires too. I don't think she does. I don't think she even thinks twice. Oh no. The moment she becomes a vampire, she's going to be like, bye suckers. Well, she's the sucker then. Oh, sick burn. You know what they say about Ivy Leaguers? Better jobs, better lifestyle. That's why we want you to come to beautiful, breezy Ithaca, New York. That's right, Cornell University where we don't check your transcripts or your backgrounds. Chris, 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 Chris,
Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Chris, Bella pauses everything in the middle of chaos to get in one sly dig at old Renee. Old Woo, Renee, Renee White Claw. Renee, I love to see you come up. Truly, every time's a treat. She said, well, Alice says, you better have a passport because we're going to Italy. And she says, I nodded and then raced up the stairs, my knees weak with gratitude that my mother had wanted to marry Phil on a beach in Mexico. Of course, like all her plans, it had fallen through. But not before I could make all the practical arrangements I could for her. Bella! Bella's like, wow, I did a lot to make this happen for my mom, and she fell through. Bella needlessly drags her mother's name into the dirt one more time. Classic Bella. Classic bells. But honestly, I love seeing Renee whenever I can. I think it's so funny that she planned a vacation overseas. Not, and then well, just across, didn't uh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not quite overseas. Everyone got passports, and then she was like, eh. Yeah, and then she's like, I made everyone do all this stuff, but. Funny excuse, too, uh, for old Smize. To just, like, instead of her just being like, yeah, I had a passport. Right, just like. Charlie th- always thought I should have a second form of ID. Yep, people. You don't have to put any reason. No. You definitely need to be like, because Renee fucking sucks. Speaking of reasons, this is a side. Can't stop thinking raisins. about raisins. Raisins. Mm-hmm. I love them. I, I like them. Oh, raisins. I feel like. But I feel like it's the worst part of a grape. Twice. The skin. Yeah. <laughs> um, raisins are great because you can eat a handful and then you feel sick. That's why they're great. Raisins. Raisins are great because they come in those cute little boxes. Okay, the little boxes are cute and they stick together a little bit. Okay, raisinettes though. They are no fucking idea. They're a jam. They're the raisins with the chocolate on them. I want to post a poll. Do we think we're using? I'm using the f word too much. My mom is gonna say yes. Yeah. Do you know what she calls me when I say the f word too much? What? A cuss wagon. Oh! Oh! Oh, Steph. uh, 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 Bella says that uh, Jacob was cussing. A lot when Alice is around. She Bella notices and says, I guess he's hanging out with a bad crowd. <laughs> it was really funny. Mom also, Edward, also, um, Jacob says crap. Um, Bella only says holy crow. Jacob, he was so flustered, he said, Oh crap. I circled it and went, Wow. Smize had to type out C R A P space bar. Quote. Um, that really shook me to my core. Is that yours? N- no, that's a sub. Okay, I'll take a sub. Uh, my sub can't stop thinking about also is that, um... Italian meatball? <laughs> <laughs> really took me... I thought I was like, where are the Chris's meatballs? Chris's face looked <laughs> dumbstruck. Dumbstruck. Um, was that Stephanie Meyer? I know we're talking a lot about the author in this, in the, in these episodes, but it's really striking me. She kills off Charlie's one other friend, Harry. Only so there can be a funeral. Only so 
Jacob can answer the phone and say, Charlie's at the funeral. So Edward thinks he's talking about Bella's funeral. It's a real headwig. It's a real uh, convenience skill. Yeah, it's a real convenience skill, and it's so unfair, because Harry was the only one who was helping get info about Jacob to the swans when they needed it. And he was a good friend. He's got the fish fry. And he has the fucking fish fry. I think it's also... Okay, in memoriam, Both of his kids come up after this um, and become main characters. Oh, really? Um, Leah and Seth, we met them. Oh, they're gonna, yeah. They're both going to become wolves. So I wonder if there's also like a... They need the dad to be out of the way so they can... Yeah, like a, since they're they're traumatized while they're young, that's why they're, they become wolves so early. Because Seth is like 14 or 13 and he becomes a wolf How do you know that? Already. He, they said it in this chapter. Huh. He said Leah's just a year older than Bella and Seth is only like 13. Yeah, I know. I was saying, how do you know the trauma makes him turn into werewolves? Because Jacob said that when you're sad and grumpy, you become a oh, wolf. Oh, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. So I was wondering if it somehow speaks. Um, what I can't stop thinking about is I that- don't know. She doesn't explain the lore. Okay. Maggie <laughs> really is into it. Um, I can't stop thinking about how um, Bella told Alice, "Hey, you should stay at my house. Don't go. Don't go." And Alice says, "Well, I have a house I can stay at." And I'm thinking, what? The Collins are continuing. They they didn't sell their house and they moved eight months ago. I think the Collins own property all over the world. They but own like, an island. But like, if you were the Collins, eat the rich. And you ha- and if they don't eat you first, <laughs> <laughs> the tagline for Maggie's vampire rich satire. Rich mm. satire. I'm satirizing rich. rich. And yes, I'm talking about richy rich. Richie rich. Richie rich. I think if you're trying to leave town and you're like, oh, I gotta go. F- Bye. You would sell your house. It's but suspicious But they're going to come back in 30 years. Remember? <laughs> then then everyone's going to be like, that house, who owns it? Oh, they came back? Is it? The, are they their uncles? Except they don't. Anyways. no one's allowed Anyways, I can't stop thinking about it. This is a no judgment zone, you're and you're right. judging my can't stop thinking about. For the you, first time in podcast history. We've been watching a lot history, of House Hunters, so. We have watched a lot of House Hunters, so we know the importance of finding property that you like and sticking with it. Yeah, and I bet they have a hood over their stove. They better. Even though they don't cook. Um, I can't stop thought, thinking about what the Cullens are up to. Whoa, whoa, wow. We get an update. Finally. Guess what? After a second honeymoon, a second, a thousandth, who knows? There are one million After honeymoon. another honeymoon, the Cullens except Edward are all back together and all attending Cornell. <laughs> yeah. Jasper is studying philosophy at Cornell. Esme is like renovating a 17th century home. Also, that doesn't exist in America. (laughs) Uh, Carlisle is practicing medicine and teaching part-time at Cornell. And yes, that's right. We don't know what Emmett and Rosalie are studying, but I assume that they're both studying physical fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both kinesiology. Majors, majors at yeah. Cornell. And then Alice, the, I guess, was she's like in Alaska or something. They're all fully going ivy. They're all yeah, they're becoming waspy. Waspy. So smash cut to them. They're all wearing um linen shirt, like pressed white shirts with um pastel sweaters tied around their necks. And I love this for them. I do too. It's really, really It's a fit. real glow up. How is how are they making it work there? It's not as rainy. I thought the point was that they had to live somewhere that's rainy, and now they're just in sunny Ithaca. Yeah, turns out it doesn't matter. Well, I guess I don't know how rainy it is. It's temperate. What? It's the same as yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so you, I guess 
they just don't go out. They summer term. They're like, oh, sorry, studying abroad in South Africa. And they just don't see anyone. But then it's like now. Do you think the Collins orchestrated COVID so that they could stay home and finish their philosophy degrees from home? No. You don't? No. I think it could be them. Could be them. We'll be back. Oh, no, we don't have a break here. <laughs> she tried to get out of this. Um, before before we go, my one last thing is that uh, Bella realized what she needs to do. And then she immediately said, disgusting. She said, maybe. In fact, it would be downright miserable to give up my hallucinations and try to be a grown up. And I thought, ah! yeah, sometimes stuff is hard. Growing up is hard. And you need to give up your hallucinations of your ex-boyfriend and grow the frick up, Bella. Bella? hates to grow up she knows what she has to do and instead she's gonna peter pan her way through life and just like edward just like edward so you know what congrats for them wow wow that's been our podcast (laughs) um we'll do a paywall again i keep just making this up at the end um but i think let's keep freaking doing it literally a dollar yeah literally a quarter a quarter well if they take a quarter Give a quarter. Take take a quarter, give a quarter, but don't take a quarter, give it. This Do is- a dollar. That's four dollars a month for your favorite podcast. And it's not even going to us. No, it which is, is not. It'll make you feel much what better. What is going to us is hopefully your emails, your five-star reviews, and eventually a connects roller coaster. I can a connects roller coaster in a box. Um you can email us at Edwards Vampire at Gmail. Sorry, Edward is a vampire pod. That's E D W A R D I S V A M P R R E. Look, we both messed up. Pod. Email the, the email the email. If you email know it, you know email, email the email. If you know the email, you know the email. That's my Ramona from Housewives Impression. If you know the email, you know the email. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Um you Do can yours also, as Countess Lemay. Darling. You can also Instagram us at Edward is a vampire pod. That's classy. <laughs> I can't do this. Okay, I didn't practice. It's I'm okay. Flushed. We're going to go out. We, normally we do the outro music, but this time we're going to go out to Countess Luann's. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Money. in a second, because first I need to say, give us a five-star iTunes oh. review. Oh, yeah. Go to iTunes. Um, knock on Tim Cook's door. Say, knock, knock, knock. Tim, Tim, Tim. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I have a missive what? for you. What? What? Tim. Tim. What? I have something important to say. Oh, okay. Are you the ghost of Christmas future? Yeah, it's me. A ghost of Christmas future. Hi, ghost of Christmas future. I have a sealed envelope. It's for my favorite podcast. Edward is a vampire. Okay. It's a five stars review with (sighs) a written review so other people can see it and, you know, click download. This just says boo with 800 O's, but then five stars. That's perfect. That's all you need to write. Yeah, boo with 800 O's. I think there's probably a character limit. Okay, I want B and then as many O's as you can. And the first person to do that in a review, send us your address and I will send you something. It's not going to be a Connects 4. It's not going to be Connects 4, but it'll be something fun. I'm very serious about this. I know you are. Money can't buy your class. Money can't buy your class. Elegance is learned, my friends. Elegance is learned. Oh, yeah. Stephanie Meyer does a thing where she describes a normal thing and Right away, we're like, oh, I know what she's doing. It's and not a rock, it's a hand. And then 300 times. And then Bella's like, wait, no, that's what this warm. is. warm. Warm, not like rock, like skin. What, uh, what does skin come on? Person? Must be person rock. 
Yeah, Bella's Bella is a caveman. Welcome to our podcast. Bella, Bella is, is a, a caveman. caveman. Chris, you have to put that all my at name the end is, of the podcast. My name's Ugg Grug. I'm Team Snubbub. <laughs> my name Magug. I team Hotties. <laughs> um, is this what the guy can you called? Put that all at the end of the podcast because we're just before Sparkle Notes. This is wasted airtime. Yeah. So let's save our really amazing caveman jokes for later. <laughs>